Good evening, ladies and gents. This is it's Sunday. It is January 26, 2018. And this is the Sunday Raider Report. Where every Sunday, no matter if it's off-season, no matter if it's regular season, no matter what time of the year it is, man, we're going to be reporting Raiders every Sunday. We're always going to have something fresh. You know, I mean, this is our first one, so I want to cover everything. Of course, as you are, I am as well. Very disappointed in how the 2017 season went down. Going to a Monday in 6 and 10 after a 12 and 4 season. If I had to put my finger on one thing, I would, I would say that a lot of these reports are true. I'd say this coaching staff, I noticed it last year. There's seven games. This coaching staff was breaking last year at the 12 and 4 mark. There's no way we shouldn't have beat the Broncos with Connor Cook. There's no way the offense. I think there's been tinkering with this offense under Jack Del Rio ever since the beginning of him and Bill Musgrave's tenure with the Oakland Raiders. I mean, it was just bad. It was just bad football that we saw at certain times out of nowhere. And this is 2016. Chief games in 2016, our offense disappeared. Our award-winning offense just vanished. The offense doesn't just vanish, okay? Offense, great offenses and defense doesn't just vanish. And you still got the same pieces. They don't just lose it. Something was up. Uh, I did not like how the handling of the discipline of players was. Jack Dorio was supposed to be a big, tough guy. And, you know, I always waited for him to punish guys. The only person I remember him really punishing is C.O. Moore. That's the only punishment I could think of. And he got rid of that guy. And truthfully, to me, or from the reporters that I follow and the insiders that I read off of, I'm pretty sure that was a Reggie McKenzie move. Get rid of guys like Seal Moore. You know, problem challenge. They abandoned them. Another thing, they abandoned this backup quarterbacks. If we didn't learn anything from last year, if their car gets hurt, a lot of shit on that offense is not going to work right. Why wasn't EJ Manuel more prepared? Why did he have a full playbook ahead of him? You know, there's a lot of things, man. Why wasn't Ken Norton fired after last season? Ken Norton should have been gotten fired. This team was handled so poorly to the point you took a Ferrari and turned it into a 1989 Honda hatchback. You wrecked a very good thing, Jack Dario. And you're supposed to be a Raider fan. You're supposed to be a Raider, you sold yourself as a tough guy, but really, you were just a dumb redneck. He loved, he loved Donald Trump. That's what a lot of people are whispering about, is that his love for Donald Trump also toward his team. But you know what, I won't take that. That's one thing you can't put, even if your coach political views or against yours, even if he's fucking Jim Crow. He's your head coach. You're supposed to play as hard as possible 
because that's the job you signed up for. You didn't sign up to follow that man's beliefs. Uh, there, there's so many other reasons why he got fired. But I believe that if his Donald Trump beliefs are the main reason that he got fired, then that was wrong. We are all here to believe what we want. We are all here to say what we want, but we can't just go out and affect, when it affects people, then it's a problem. But for him to like a Donald Trump too, the players should have been more adult about that. They should have handled that. So we're gonna go on a little intermission, and then when we come back, we're gonna pull up, I'm gonna pull up the stats from the Pro Bowl as our star QB Derek Carr was out there slicing it up. Remember, this is Sandwich, and this is Illegit Radio. folks welcome back to the Raiders report you we had our AFC Pro Bowlers defeating the NFC 24-23 Alex Smith at quarterback was 7 for 10 130 for 131 a touchdown and a pick and a rating 106 the Raiders Derek Cardo had the biggest hand in the action as he entered the game out of the deficit in late, going 11 to 15, 115 yards, one touchdown, and one interception for a rating of 89.6. Their car throws the game-winning touchdown with about 90 seconds left to Delaney Walker, the Tennessee Titans. And, I mean, it was action-packed. I mean, usually the Pro Bowl is about... The Pro Bowl is usually to me about, it's usually seen like 55 to 45, 55 to 52. You know, it's never been a, a, a real true tight game. But this year, it surprisingly was. The NFC quarterbacks failed, failed to produce as much as the AFC quarterbacks as we had Jared Goff at going 10 to 18 for 86 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Russell Wilson threw a pick after going 9 and 14 with for 69 yards. And Drew Brees, the only one to throw a touchdown for the NFC. And that, he went 7 and 9 for 66 yards in a touchdown. Um, the rushing stats were really low. Leading rusher right now for the NFC was Melvin Ingram of the Saints. Leading rusher for the um, AFC was with seven yards on three carries was LaShawn McCoy. But I mean, who really ever expects to see a running battle in the AFC? The AFC also had the leading pass catcher today at 98 yards for, for four catches. T. Y. Hilton of the of the Colts. Von Miller with a fumble. What's his name? Tyreek Hill had a fumble loss. Von Miller had a fumble recovery. I mean, it was a fun game. They really fought. I guess, I guess you gotta get them bonuses, right? <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Kyle Rudolph led the NFC for 70 yards off seven catches. Jared Goff lost the fumble, and Baker recovered the fumble for the NFC. I mean, it was a fun game. Everybody enjoyed it, but I mean, what, what were we really doing? We're really just preparing to see our favorite players. Me, I'm, you know, looking out for Derek Carr. Other fans, I know a lot of Ram fans getting to enjoy Jared Goff one last time. But I think this is definitely a step in the right direction for that, for the Pro Bowl. Never can I remember it ever being this rough in my childhood. They don't really play bump and run. I mean, these guys were playing like really good man coverage while being really off the line. These guys were concentrating, these guys were getting picks. It was a fun game. And that's what the NFL need, they need fun. We've been going through a tumultuous year. If you're a Raider fan or other team fans, a lot of teams underperform. We've had the whole protest of the anthem looming over. I mean, I know me as a fan, I'm worried about what my owner had to say about it. Because I don't want an owner that's gonna say, well, you're fired because you stand up for your dreams. It would have been nice though for the NFL to present Kaepernick with some type of courage award at the Pro Bowl. Somewhere, the NFL has to address this. This guy's a hero, and they don't know it yet, but he's really made the NFL a lot of money. Trust me. Once the NFL realizes that it's one of the grandest platforms ever, they will, they will rise. The NFL will turn their heads and say, well, it's finally time we speak more than just the shield. This is Sandwich and this is Illegit Radio. Alrighty folks, this is Raiders Report coming right back at you. So now we're going to go and look more towards into the future of the men of the silver and black and see who will be joining. Um, I think the draft this year is not as talented. They keep saying it's more talented, but I don't see it. I don't see the amount of stars it's been over last year. But I do see that this year's draft is way more important than the last few because of the last few. Carl Joseph underperformed, playing wrong position. Amari Cooper underperformed. You know, you got um, Conley playing like a game and a half. You got Obi playing, what, two games, I think, two or three games. I mean, some games he was just a healthy scratch after that beatdown he took against the Patriots. I mean, I'm just not seeing the impact of these draft picks like we were the first few years. Look at TJ Carey. He's turning into a solid starting cornerback in this league. He was a late round draft pick. Where are those late round draft picks that we're used to from Reggie McKenzie? I didn't really see too many of them. I saw Morrow. Morrow is probably the best player out of this draft. I think he deserves a starting spot on on that outside. I think with him developing nicely, if our defensive coordinator use him right, you can really free up Bruce Servant. Because John Pagano got Bruce Servant to look like Bruce Servant. 
So, I mean, where do we go with the first pick? I think we take care of that running back position, truthfully. Solidify that offense once for all for the future. I think we go with Barkley from Penn State. The guy has that factor. I mean, let's face it, the Raiders need that right now with that first pick. You need to go Barkley. Because, I mean, Marshawn Lynch, even if we keep Marshawn Lynch, maybe only two more years, he may only stay one more year. Who knows? He's an older running back. That position is not a place for older backs, you know, for older football players. Running back's not the position to be trying to play. It did is the distraction side. There's a lot of reports coming up as attitude. It's not the attitude that you want on your team. And we know John Gruden's not going to put up with that. John Gruden doesn't want his own guy. And then whoever says that getting Barkley would mean, though, to get rid of Lynch. John Gruden had Charlie Garner and Tyrone Wheatley. Last rhyme around, if I remember. And I remember they did pretty damn good. Charlie Gardner was a nice little fat back. Tyrone really ran your ass over. I think Barkley can do everything. And the Raiders need a running back that can do everything that's going to help in the catching. Because if you have a running back that the defense has to worry about in the receiving game, coming out of that backfield, it pulls them down. It opens up things for our deep threats, like Cordell Patterson. Like Johnny Holton and Amari Cooper. And if you got the deep routes going, Crabtree can eat up the middle. You have to confuse these NFL defenses now. These formations that they use now, everybody's spread around. There's a body somewhere. And there's a couple guys playing zone almost every play. You can't just go out there like Todd Downey and just pick some plays like it's fucking Madden. It's not Madden. All right, Todd Downing? You brought us all Downing? That's what they should call you. I hope you never get another fucking job, you piece of trash. You're a fucking bum. Fuck you. You're never allowed back in the silver and black. That's just my personal feelings because you let your personal, you inject the real with your personal feelings derail our season. This is the Raiders report. This sandwich, and this is Illegit Radio. All right, folks, last segment, I want to cover free agency and what holds the silver and black have right now that we need to repair. I see this year, the Raiders have to go in the draft either first running back or left tackle. So let's take that out. If we go left tackle, hopefully we can get Hernandez. That guy looks beast. I've seen his stats. I've seen him play at the senior bowl. The guy's a pretty big monster. And he shut some pretty good pass rushers up. But as I said before, I really hope Barkley. I think we can get another year kicking the tires on pin. But we definitely have to patch up the right tackle position in free agency. Newhouse, no, 
<laughs> Let's just say that right now. No big fella. Sit your ass down. Get that dude off the field right now. So you dress right to tackle. And then on the offense, you really don't have anything that you need to address right now. I mean, cut Crabtree. I'm hearing about all the chemistry with Jarvis Landry. But then if we sign Jarvis Landry, will he be willing? Who's going to be number one out here in Cooper? I guess it would be Landry. Landry's coming off a pretty good season. I wouldn't mind seeing Landry sign, but I don't really want free agency too heavy on the offense. Well, I want free agency to really do outside of offensive line or either running back, whichever one we don't, we're not going with the first pick. I want to see depth on that defense. I want to see linebackers. You don't have to bring in the best free agents right now. We have a pretty good team and we're drafting this year, next year, aiming to fill the final holes of that actual start. But I do want to see depth between, behind our young guys. I don't want an injury to be an injury away. If there's one thing that we could definitely spend cash on, is the cornerback position. I want at least one starter. I think Traymond, I think Traymond, what is his name, Traymond Johnson? I think he's coming loose. I'd definitely love to add him to the secondary. We desperately need him. I don't have a complete list of the free agents. You know, things will change. I will have a complete list once we know who's getting what restricted offers. And then once you go past the secondary, pass rushers. We need pass rushers, and just like the linebackers, we don't need starting linebackers signed in free agency. But we do need pass rushers that can back Khalil Mack up, give Khalil Mack a little bit of a rest. The guy leads the league in impact plays every year. He impacts more plays than any player in the That we don't want to wear him down. So when we finally got the complete team, then Khalil Mack we wear down. We want to keep him going. I feel like John Gruden's gonna have a free to spend type of budget. And I feel like the Raiders are gonna release players like Crabtree, Marshawn Lynch. Uh, Sean Smith, David Emerson to release more than 30 more dollars of cash. Right now the Raiders are, are looking at having 21 million in cap space. So if we can free up 30, about 30 more, we can come in at 50, like 55 million, I believe. The final numbers will all fall in place after the Super Bowl, obviously. One thing that the Raiders have to look for is a player like Tyree Steele of the Kansas City Chiefs. Every team needs him. Every team needs a player like that. So that's it for today's Raiders report. On Raiders Sunday, every Sunday, no matter what time of year it is, is Raiders Sunday. You best to fucking believe it. No other football team in the world matters on Sunday, except for the Raiders. Day of Carr, thank you for representing us in the Pro Bowl. Can't wait to see you back, buddy. Swinging touchdowns at the Coliseum.
Remember folks, this was the Raider Report on Sandwich on Illegit Radio.